Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. I have a very special guest joining me on today's episode. It's my coach and now friend, Christy Robinson of Christy Robinson Consulting. Christy has helped me through so many trials and tribulations of business over the last one and a half years since our paths first crossed, and I'm so grateful to have her in my corner. Christy has an incredible podcast of her own called Run Your Business Like a Boss. This podcast is my go-to every week where I tune in to hear inspiration and interviews geared towards helping small business owners, just like you and I, wade through the messy middle of business. Christy knows firsthand the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, having founded two businesses herself, with the first one causing her to work all the hours with too much overwhelm and too little fulfillment. From the learnings of this first business, coupled with her decades of experience in business ownership, operations, coaching, and leadership, Christy helps her clients to identify their version of success and grow a business their way without the hustle and burnout. I can attest to this, although I'm still very much a work in progress. I could talk to Christy about a million things, truly, but in this conversation, we're focusing on how you can't do it alone in business. Well, not forever anyway. If you've heard some of my prior podcast episodes, then you will know I outsource a lot in my own business to ensure it runs smoothly and to the level I want it to. And with Christy as my coach, I create space on a regular basis to discuss my business with her, to set goals and to invite her to challenge me on my thoughts and plans. I'm sure you will enjoy hearing in this conversation, Christy talk about how a coach might be helpful for you in your business journey, the importance of goal setting and her lessons from that first business where she reached a point of burnout. Let's dive in. Hello, Christy. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I'm actually sitting here in your office, which is so exciting and such a privilege. 
thank you again for coming and yeah, being with us. Oh, Beck, thank you so much for having me on your show. But it's so wild. I don't think I've ever recorded, well, no, I definitely haven't recorded an episode face to face. So this is a cool experience. It is. We're stepping, well, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone once again, but in the best way. I love it when virtual worlds meet the real world like it is now. Very cool. Look, it's an honour to have you on in any capacity, but particularly I've invited you on today because a few weeks ago on my podcast, I spoke about how I outsource in my business to make my business and my life bigger and better than it would be if it was just me at work, partly because I need to uh, get help anyway because I couldn't possibly do my business alone. I would burn out. And the way I use outsourcing with your services is around the realm of mindset and helping me to not go insane when when I've got tough days and also to keep me goal setting and moving forward when, you know, business is busy and hard and you're doing all the things yourself. So I really hope that you can share some pearls of wisdom for my listeners. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're my coach and that I can talk to you in this way today. So could we start off with me asking you about what are the main challenges for business owners in the messy middle right now? Because I know on your podcast, you're always talking about the messy middle and what a hard time it can be for people running their own business. Yeah. So look, I think it's safe to say, Beck, that every stage of business has its challenges, but I specifically work with business owners who are in the messy middle. And I think Every business owner has their own unique challenges, but there are some synergies between many people who are at this stage of business. So firstly, to clarify, what is the messy middle? The way I look at it is this is the business owner who's coming out of the startup stage. So they've got their business off the ground and now they're just trying to work out how to grow and how to scale. And so for many people in this stage of business, we're taking all of the lessons through startup phase and we're working out how to take the business forward. And I think that what often happens in this stage of business is that you have less time than ever before and you have so much on your plate. And what you do when you only have a handful of clients and how you handle your business when you've got a number of clients presents a different challenge. And so in this stage of business, when you have little time and you may not necessarily have the systems and structure and support in place to support all of the clients that you're serving, you start to experience in some cases burnout or overwhelm. And what can often happen in this stage of business if you don't have the business model set up to support this growth is that mistakes start to happen. Things start to slip through the cracks. So this stage of business can often find the business owner unraveling in some ways because of all of the moving parts in their business. That definitely happened for me. I mean, anyone who's listened to the podcast where I've spoken about my experience before will know that I started straight up bookkeeping to give myself a job, essentially one I could do from home, but the business got bigger than me pretty early on. And I found myself, yeah, overwhelmed, working crazy hours and potentially making mistakes. And yeah, it just wasn't what I dreamt it up to be. So I've been doing a lot of work on getting out of the messy middle and the challenges that that encompasses. And some weeks I feel like I'm out of it. And on this, the scaling um, 
trajectory, but other weeks I still feel very much in the messy middle and that's why I really love it when we hold space together and, and I can divulge all those challenges to you to help me sort through them um, mentally because, yeah, it's running your own business is fun, but it, it is challenging, I think. Would you say I feel like, I mean, I've been quite transparent that I don't feel like I can do it all alone or is that just me or can everyone else do it alone or should we be asking for help from a team or a coach or well, I guess what I'm trying to ask is what what do you see the benefits of having a coach and does everyone need one or is... Well, I think it's a, a pretty personal decision. I myself have hired various coaches over the years to help me with different elements of, of what I needed in that space. So I personally believe that everyone should have a coach, but I would never tell people what they should or shouldn't do, I suppose. But the benefit of having a coach is that they can help you through specific challenges that you face. And coaching isn't just about the business space either. There's, you know, life coaches and health and fitness coaches and all sorts of different coaches. So it really is about figuring out what you need support with and and understanding what the role of a coach is and and, and how they're actually going to help you through that specific challenge. Yeah, and if I think back, I used to go to a networking group in the early days of my business and there was a business coach there. And I remember because I was so early on in my business, I didn't really know what a coach could do for me and I asked the question to the group, at what point will I need a coach and how will I know? And I think everyone laughed and just was like, you will know when you know. And and sure enough, that did happen. But I think it's important to have the right person for you. I don't think if you don't have a synergy or, you know, a great relationship with that person or don't get each other, it's never probably going to work. So... Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think if you're looking to engage a coach, it's really important to find someone who has the right energetic fit. Because the truth is, is that if you think about our relationship, Beck, is that you share so much with this person that there has to be trust. And you have to know that that person is really going to support you through the challenge and be able to help you technically, but also they need to be able to hold space for you and to be able to understand where you're coming from yeah I yeah because you hear about my kids or or whatever my dog's doing that no just kidding he's the best behaved out of my family but you know whatever's happening in my life it does tend to come out in coaching and that's a really beautiful relationship I I actually say sometimes you're like my (laughs) counsellor So let's go now to talk about goal setting. Um, You know, I love to goal set, particularly in a financial sense. I don't think I would do so well with the non-financial goals if it wasn't for you. You definitely hold me accountable here. So how important would you say for our listeners that goal setting is in business? I think goal setting is essential. Actually, I think it's essential in life and in business if you really do want to move in a direction intentionally. So yeah, no, I definitely think that it's an important part of, you know, running a successful business is to know where you're headed. And and that's essentially what goal setting is, is to really be able to say, here's where I want to be and, and setting that clear intention. And how often would you recommend that you need to look at your goals? Well, I think that you need to be on your goals every single week. So looking at your goals weekly to understand what you're going to take action on in the week. But in terms of a goal setting cadence, I think that 
you really should be setting, you know, tangible goals every quarter. Some people do like to set them within the month, but I do think that the quarter is good, especially for people in the messy middle, because not only are you striving towards those bigger goals, you've also got the business as usual, the BAU in your business. So you've you've got to have that time and space to be able to implement it. I also think in terms of setting goals, you do need to have that longer range goal. So for you, Beck, we start to look at, well, what's that annual goal? And then breaking that down into quarters is a way of being able to say, well, this is where I want to be 12 months from now, but let's make that a little bit more achievable in a 12-week time frame. I actually get quite excited about the goal setting. Sometimes we'll be a month out from the next quarter and I'm like, let's set the goals for the next quarter because I've either achieved them or I've already, I'm sort of going for the next big thing. But I actually stick the goals next to my computer and I'm glancing over at them weekly. I don't get too attached to the outcome though. That's something I'm practicing at the moment is I go into my business or life with the best of intentions and feeling passionate about the goal. But if it doesn't come off, you know, being forgiving and kind to myself and understanding the scenarios that led to the goal not being achieved and and being okay with that. But I do love a goal. I think that that's a really important point, Beck, actually, because I think this is where a lot of people stumble with goals is that they create financial goals and only financial goals. And there's so many variables that go into a financial goal. And, you know, you can attest to that side of the business is that when you're setting goals, it needs to be more than just, I'm going to earn let's say 100K or I'm going to earn 250K or whatever that might be, because that's not really entirely in your control. And so when you're setting goals, you need to ensure that you're setting goals that are something that you can actually achieve. And knowing that, especially with financial goals anyway, they're in my experience and my understanding of the world in my 40, 41 years now is, you know, once you achieve it, Uh, you just kind of look for the next big financial goal anyway. I think the more lasting and happiness-inducing goals are the ones where you do feel like your business is sustainable and when you feel healthy and in control of things day to day. I feel like once you've earned the 250K or or whatever the financial goal is that you have, you'll just be going, well, now I just want to earn 500K. 500K, Sorry, it's it's quite never-ending, I think. So those that know your podcast, and I was actually listening to one of them where you mentioned this on the way here today, would know that you felt like you burnt out in your first business and you ended up selling that business. And and this business you've created now, Christy Robinson Consulting, is a far more sustainable business by design, to use your words. Yeah, I'd love it if you could share your biggest lesson from that first business experience or at least an impactful lesson that you had and how you feel now that you're doing business differently the second time around? I think that that business was loaded with lessons. There are so many things that I've taken away from that that have informed my decision-making inside of this business. And honestly, I don't believe that I would have this business today had I not have failed so epically in that business. (laughs) And the thing is, is that if I was to distill it really down to one thing out of all of the things that that I learned in that space, it would have to be to be a client-led business. Here's how it played out in that first business is that we were so fixated on what the vision of the business was and what we wanted the business to be that we weren't listening to the feedback from 
like from our clients and customers. So in the early days, people were confused by our business model and we weren't listening to that. We, we expected everybody to come to our table. And so that's why these days, if you, know, if you work with me or if you listen to the podcast or consume any of my content, it always has to come back to the client. What transformations are you creating for the client? What experience are you creating for the client? What problems are you solving for the client? Because ultimately, when your client is getting their outcomes, your business will grow. So that's probably the first one. And then if I could back that up with the second one, it is that whole element of business by design and sustainability. And I'm so driven to help business owners create sustainability in their business because I know what it's like to be totally burnt out. I know what it's like to not be able to have any space from the business. And I know what it's like to feel so, I I describe it as being shackled to the business and underneath the business and the enormous pressure that that creates. Creating that space of empowerment, well, how do I want to design this business so that it works for my life as well as be successful in its own right? Well, I can attest to the fact that you are successful in helping your clients in your client-led business because absolutely you have pulled me through. In that first couple of years, I actually said, I feel like I'm building a prison rather than a business. And it's not that I didn't love my business or my clients. I absolutely did. But I found myself, I didn't know how to go on a holiday. I didn't know how to stop bookkeeping or payroll for um, my clients because I didn't have staff to cover me while I was gone. Through working with you, I've able, like I'm going on my first holiday this week, actually, in, in three years, partly due to COVID, but also due to the fact of the sustainable business I've since created. So yeah, you've, you've absolutely been successful in that goal. Actually, the, one of the podcast episodes of yours I listened to on my drive here was why you shouldn't be sharing your why. And I recommend that everyone listen to that if you haven't already, because in this, you explain how your why that you started your business might be so you can pick up and drop off your kids and be at all the things and have a flexible life. But why should your clients care about that? Your clients just care how you can serve them. And I thought that was a really cool episode and I was very motivated by that. I think I'm successful at it, but yeah, it's a really good reminder that, yeah, just because you want a flexible life doesn't mean that that should be your reason for having your business. So thank you for mentioning that episode, Beck. It's so true. I truly believe, in, and it's a little bit of a spoiler for that episode. What you want is how you're able to build your business. That's all tied in with your business model. But if that's all you're doing your business for, you're only going to go so far. You really do need to be passionate about the people that you're working with and the transformations that you're creating. Yeah. And on those days where business is tough and things haven't gone to plan and and you're feeling a bit all at sea, then yeah, remembering that you're there for your clients and, and, and not just yourself is going to get you through to the next day. So on that note, do you have any overarching advice for business owners in the missing middle that they can take away from this episode? I think the first and foremost thing is to acknowledge that in today's environment, that it's it's nearly impossible to separate yourself and your business in the sense that to think that you can possibly be a machine and just be able to, you know, move through your business and achieve all the things and do all the things and not honour you as a person is is not going to do you any favours. That's where I think a lack of sustainability starts to come in is, is that you, you know, when you're working from home, for instance, you can immerse yourself in your business so much so that it comes at the detriment or the sacrifice to yourself. So I think that it's important for us to honour us as a person and us as a business and how do you infuse those two in a positive way? 
I know I keep talking about myself here, but because you're my coach, I think that's my instinct. Thinking back to things that I'm currently working on this quarter is I've got this thing called Surfing Fridays where I've only done one Surfing Friday, but I just find myself working so hard because I'm a bit obsessed with it and I actually have to remind myself to have fun and and enjoy the ride. So on a Friday now I'm trying to go surfing just to, yeah, make the most of the fact this is my business and I do have control over my time and also being mindful of like last night I finished work at about 11 then just popped up to bed, which is about a three-minute walk and there's no separation <laughs> from my work and, and my personal life and I was too tired to even read a book. So even though I've made such great inroads, I'm still a, a work in progress and every day just reminding myself to, yeah, keep enjoying my personal life as well as my business life and and finding that balance. So great advice, Christy. Now, where can we, I know where I can find you, but can, where can everyone else find you? <laughs> so I have the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. It's available on all of the listening apps. Otherwise, I'm on all the platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, and so forth. Thank you so much for being on my podcast and sharing your coaching wisdom. Thank you, Beck. I appreciate you having me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. If you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straightup underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.